Thank you for joining us for this week's message from the First Christian Church in Great Bend, Kansas. Each week we share thought-provoking and life-changing teachings on topics that are important and relevant to you in your life. We hope that you will be encouraged by our weekly podcast and will tune in regularly. Now let's join the First Christian Church of Great Bend for this week's message. I'm a numbers guy. I like numbers. Now, not to the extent of being an accountant, but I do enjoy the numbers. I am the nerd in our family. Fortunately, God blessed me with a free spirit, put her into my life to make sure that I have a life. But I watch the numbers. They make sense to me. There are many number references in the Bible. Ten is popular. We've got the Ten Commandments. We've got the tithing, giving 10%. 40 is another popular number in the Bible. 40 days and 40 nights in many cases. Today I want to focus on a little number though. Today's number is four. Four is a fun number. You know, when you write it out, it has a whole bunch of different looks. Sometimes it's a real block with the four. Sometimes it has a slanted back and closed on top. Sometimes four is written with a slanted back, but still open on the right side. There are a lot of fun and different ways to make the number four. How much is four or four percent? Not really much. If the speed limit is 65 and you're 4% over, you're doing 67 and a half miles per hour and the highway patrol will probably let you go. I doubt that you're going to get too excited when the clothing store is offering tremendous 4% savings on their brand new merchandise. That's $2 off of a $50 shirt. My corporate office is expecting a 4% increase in revenue this year. It sounds doable. If you make 4% on your savings and your investments, you're barely keeping up with inflation. If I tell you that I left 4% of a dollar out on the parking lot here at church, you probably won't spend a whole lot of time looking for it. And yes, I did leave 4% out there. Four is not a significant number. 4% generally not a big deal. But today I'm going to suggest that 4% could change your life. It won't cost you big dollars. It won't wreck your daily planner but it can be the best 4% you'll ever see. Today, I want to suggest to you that you devote just 4% of your day to you. 4%, that's all. Surely you're worth 4%, aren't you? Most people will spend one-third of their day at work. That's 33% of the day. Another 25 to 35% of the day sleeping. So it shouldn't be too big a deal to find just 4%, should it? Now, I'm not going to prescribe to you what to do with your 4%. Everybody is different. How you spend your 4% of the time is different than how I'm going to spend mine. But I do think everybody should spend 4% of their day on themselves. What can you do with that 4%? What can you do that'll help you clear your mind, improve your attitude, help your health? 
Well, you could read, you could pray, you could walk or run or bike, you could journal, or a combination of all of the above. Nothing here is too difficult to do. Nothing requires additional education or training. Pretty much a no-brainer, isn't it? And it doesn't even have to be all done in one setting. You can do 2% in the morning and 2% in the afternoon if you wish. The psalmist wrote in chapter 118 the very familiar verse. This is the day that the Lord hath made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. The Lord has shared this day with us. It's our responsibility to do the best that we can with it. Now, the Bible doesn't promise us a perfect day. It doesn't even promise us a peaceful day. But we have been given this day, so let us rejoice and be glad in it. How? How, you ask, can we give each day a chance when we know there are going to be problems at work? When coworkers are not going to complete their tasks that they prepared to do for the team? How are we going to get by when my projects get derailed and thrown off track and don't get completed? When weather or illness messes up my plans? How can we give today a chance? Well, I think one of the most important things that we can do is to separate what we can control and what we can't. Control the controllables. Here are five things that I've allowed to affect my life, even though I had no control over them. Still, I let them bother me, and I hung on to the issues. I cannot control other people's actions. I cannot control other people's feelings, nor adversity, or other people's opinions, or other people's mistakes. Did these actions or inactions and feelings affect my day? Yeah, you better believe they did. But there was nothing I could do to change their actions, their feelings, their opinions, and their mistakes. It's my job to consider what I can control and how I can take control of those things to resolve or improve the situation and give today a chance. The first thing I can do is to control my attitude. If I use part of my 4% of the day to slow down, relax, and focus on the things I can control, especially my attitude, I believe that that can be a day changer. I can focus on my effort. It may take some extra effort to make up for the other people's mistakes and the adversity that I've been handed, but I can control my effort. And if I need to, and if I want to, and if it's best for me and for my day, I can increase my effort and probably increase my production. I can control my behavior and I can control my actions. Those are the things that I can control. The Lord has given us this day today. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Chances are good that it'll give us another day tomorrow. We must give that day a chance and rejoice as well. 
Let's read the rest of that Psalms passage, 118, after we've rejoiced in the day that we've been given, starting with verse 25. It says, Lord, save us. Lord, grant us success. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. From the house of the Lord, we bless you. For the Lord is God, and he has made his light to shine on us. With bows in hand, we join in the festive procession. You are my God, and I will praise you. You are my God, and I will exalt you. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Give 4% of your day today to thanking God and asking him for the direction, focus, and the things that you can control. And you will have given this day a chance. And that's the first step in giving a, putting together a great week. Now, let's be real here. COVID has made it very difficult to have a great day every day. Anxiety and isolation, they're at the high point. Mental health of everyone, including the mentally strong, is being tested every week. Thus, it becomes even more important for each of us to take our 4% every day and focus on what we can control and what helps us and our physical and our mental health to succeed. Let me share a few thoughts on some things that we can do to focus on to protect our own mental health during these COVID times. Number one, know your breaking point. We tend to live our lives based on obligations and expectations of others. We tend to stretch ourselves too thin and then wonder why we can't be great at everything we do. Some Christian advisors tell us that when we keep on going and going and going and going, we're really misapplying the popular Philippians 4.13 passage that says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He will give us the strength to do the things we need to do, but it doesn't say that we can do all things for all people at all times. Saying no is actually a sign of maturity and wisdom. So use your 4% at times to discern what God is calling you to do. And I promise you, he'll give you the strength to get that done. Number two, be open and honest and silly. We need to start being open with our friends and our family about the things in our lives that cause our mental health to suffer. For some, it might be asking a close friend to be with us and family members to hold us accountable for the things that we're doing and to help us to say no and take more time for ourselves to ease the stress. In Galatians 6, 2, we're told to bear one another's burdens. You'll probably find that those closest to you need your support just as much as you need theirs. And laughter? Laughter is the best medicine. So don't be too big to get silly once in a while. Get silly And have a great big belly laugh on frequent occasions. It's good for you. Number three, eat right and exercise. We all know that proper diet and regular exercise help keep us physically fit. But we often forget that it also helps maintain our mental health. Writer Beth Ann Baus points out in the studies that show that a healthy diet 
Regular exercise can also lessen the effects of depression, anxiety, insomnia, and many other symptoms that affect our mental health. Number four, take time to refuel. Extroverts tend to refuel by being with people. Introverts tend to refuel by being by themselves. It's important for you to figure out what recharges your battery, and then make it a point to devote some of your 4% each day to doing just that, recharging your battery. Taking time for ourselves is difficult. We tend to feel guilty about doing for ourselves instead of doing for others. But the truth is, we need to remember that we can better serve others if we take time to care for ourselves. And finally, be in the Word and in prayer. We're quick to nourish and hydrate our bodies, but we often forget that our souls need nourishment too. Matthew 4.4 tells us that man does not live by bread alone, but from every word that comes from the mouth of God. We often forget that prayer is our best defense, and when we find ourselves suffering mentally, prayer is often the last thing that comes to mind. Humbling ourselves before the Lord is the very lifeblood of our existence. Well, that can be nothing but beneficial. Always. It's a good way to use part of your 4%. So have you done the math? 4% of your 24-hour day is one hour. Take one hour for yourself. Or take 30 minutes in the morning and 30 minutes in the evening. Shoot, take 320s. That's okay. That works too. Just find a way to devote one hour to yourself every day. One hour to slow down, one hour to breathe, to appreciate nature, to pray, one hour to do whatever is right for you. That's how you will make today and every day a day in which you can rejoice and be glad in it. Now for the real nerds out there, well, you guys have already figured that out. 4% is really less than an hour. It's only 57 minutes and 36 seconds. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for sharing this day with us. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Help us today and in the days ahead to find just a little time to slow down, to recharge, to connect with you in order to make the day even better, even more productive, and even more honorable to you. Amen. You are invited back next week for another life-changing message from the First Christian Church of Great Bend, Kansas. Please check out our website at www.fccgbk.com. That's FCCGBK.com. May you have a blessed week.